Hey, BU fam, and welcome to the Rena Room. This show will serve all you beautiful souls seeking truth, love, community, and realness. Journey with us into a world of ups, downs, and authenticity as we pool our holistic wisdom to give tips and tools for navigating through chaos and embracing change. We want to help you get clear about your authentic path and how to thrive in your everyday life. Um, to another episode of the rental room. What was that? I almost crackled again. Oh. Or cackled. Crackled. <laughs> Crack. <laughs> how are you today? I'm doing great, Brianna. How oh. are you? I'm feeling sassy today. You are. <laughs> Happy hump day. Happy hump day. Woo-hoo. It's Wednesday, middle of the week. We're coming at you hot. It's been nice weather here. Oh, amazing. Ugh. Sunny. Vitamin yeah. D soaking it all up. It's supposed to be really nice this weekend. Yes, we are your weather reporters <laughs> coming hot from the reno room. <laughs> we can't laugh too loud. Yeah, we're yeah. working on it. You know, know. Are, we're also working on mic placement. So I feel like <laughs> we're feeling this is your like grasp, oh, I, grasping I the grasp. chair again. And just and you're gonna use, immovable. You're gonna use this little thing. The I don't even know what it is. Yeah, the little mic thing for little, your boogers earlier. Yeah, <laughs> and then you're like, "What is that?" Gonna I had to wipe my nose. I'm just used to wiping my nose on like Nathan's shoulder, or, like whatever's around me. <laughs> <laughs> so I just looked at you in the eyes and just went to wipe my nose on the <laughs> mic. We're uh, keeping it classy this Wednesday. We've gotta make you laugh. Uh, yes. So, Banna, want to talk about your dreads? <laughs> My dreads. So we played oh. hooky. Yeah. Sometimes you this know week. you gotta really take some time for your damn self. Yeah, I know, right? You contacted me, and I was like, you know what? I'm doing this afternoon. I'm going on a little pool date. Do you want to yeah. come? No, no, no. I literally was voice messaging you. And I was like, I'm in the kitchen in my underwear. (laughs) I literally had one hand in like the side of my, like full arm was in the side of my underwear just in the kitchen talking to you. I was literally getting a vision of it, (laughs) laughing hysterically. And Joy comes out of his room, mom, I can't hear my show. You're being too loud. And then I'm like, what did I say? I was like, you just got to shut the door. He's like, oh yeah. I'm like. Problem solver. <laughs> <laughs> Brianna's laughing. You were like so chill. Like he was like, "Mom, I'm, I'm trying to watch this," and you were like, "Oh, okay." And then he, he was like, he said something else, and you were like, "Oh, you mean you can't hear?" And the, oh, because you said, "Are you trying to record a video?" Oh yeah, because he has his own YouTube channel. Plug yeah. in. <laughs> D Man's Adventures. I don't think you can find it because it's a kid's YouTube. But yeah. really. He's really been trying to, like, promote it. He's got six subscribers. He's all pumped up. (laughs) He's like, I got to do a video for my peeps. Oh, that's why he was like, Brianna, you want to be in my video? (laughs) Yes. I just agreed blindly. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) So then we decided to go for a pool date. And then we were going to play volleyball in the pool with Dwight. But... Something to know about dreadlocks, Mm -hmm. especially when they're this long, is so think about it. Dreads are like straight hair for me. Dreads are straight hair really just like knotted up into like a million different knots. So it's they're like sponges. Mm. So when you put them in water, it's not just like blow dry and you're fine. It's like they hold the water, whatever it is. 
and uh days now now that they're so long they're wet for days if i when i shower yeah so then we were mindful to not splash brianna we even had a conversation with dwight saying do not splash brianna and her dreads yeah and then brianna gets in there volleyball player and then we figured out we both played volleyball together in high school but then we're like why didn't we ever see each other and brianna looks at me she's like i would have remembered you (laughs) (laughs) like all insulted and i'm like wait a second how old are you and then you're like 28 29 oh 29 yeah yes and i'm 33 so there's four years apart but still. We missed each other in every... Isn't that four years, though? 29? Yeah, 30, 31, You were in the same year as my brother, and I went into grade nine when he had oh, graduated. Oh, I see. Okay. Four years, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, 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 I got you. So how cool would have that been? We would have seen each other in high school, but the universe was like, no, no. No. The universe can't handle your energies together. <laughs> you need to do some growth and You're some learning. You're not allowed learning. to meet yet. <laughs> be too, too much. much. <laughs> <laughs> so then, uh, Brianna over here is just playing volleyball, like, because her job getting oh, her yeah. dress all wet. I'm like, Brianna, we just had a conversation. But she's like, I don't care. I'm playing volleyball. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got to go for it, you know? <laughs> I mean, I should have probably put them up in a bun, but they're getting so heavy yeah. that now a bun is just like no elastic fits like a bun on top of your head, yeah. right? So wild. Dread life. But we need to insert this video that you sent me on your way home mm-hmm. where you're trying to blow dry yeah. your dreads out of the car. <laughs> yeah, going, because- Literally, when you try and blow dry them, you're literally standing there. And I sit on the ground because it's like three hours later and you're still just standing there. Then you get all the heat damage. So I was like, wait a minute. Windows down. Dreads fully out the window. Like a dog. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like half like driving with my head half to the left. Ugh. It was majestic. I loved it. Thank you. We'll show you I the clip. You'd like it. If you join our BU Movement community, I'll <laughs> post the video on the comment section. Why do I do it? It's so weird. I don't you know. know why I do that. Every time, only $11 a month. Oh, I forgot that part. Yeah. See, we're really getting good at this. <laughs> Brianna, what are we talking about today? Well, surprise, surprise. We're talking about getting triggered. <laughs> we get triggered a ways. lot. <laughs> That's life. That's life. I know. And really, okay, so essentially what we've, if you haven't been listening to the previous podcast, go mm-hmm. hit them up because they're really all, since we're talking from experience continuously, yeah. they really are linking and okay. it really is like an evolution of, okay, you know, we talk about one thing, we talk about a bunch of tools, we kind of dissect it so that you can bring more awareness into that experience and that, you know, trigger. And then you know, it's not just a matter of cool, got it, done. The universe is gonna be like, Okay, you think you got it? Let me <laughs> let me come at you from another angle. So I am working on unconditional happiness. Mm. So this is essentially happiness without conditions, happiness without relying on situations being in whatever perfect means to you, and happiness without people behaving certain ways. And I feel like this is kind of like something a lot of people talk about. Well, just be it's a, happiness is a choice, but honestly, it, it's it's not as easy as that. It's a lot of work. It's a lot, a lot of, of work. Inner work, and it brings up so much mm-hmm. because we put so many conditions and kind of rules, and we try and control things in so many different ways that when you really start to just say, okay. I want to go on this journey and whatever comes up is like that's part of the journey. It's Mm. not just deciding, okay, yeah, I'm going to be happy regardless of the conditions I put on happiness. It's like, okay, so 
cool. Like that's going to bring up so much because we put so many conditions on our happiness and there are so many different, it, it really is an ultimate tool in awareness because if you say, okay, I want to choose to be happy regardless of environment, situations, or people, then you really start to understand, okay, then what does happiness look like for me? Mm. And what what do different emotions that come up, what do those mean if they don't just mean, well, I'm unhappy? I What's going that. on? And a lot of us, I find, want to, including myself, want to control and want to fix it because we are uncomfortable with the conditions in that environment. Mm. So we need somebody else, like you said, to be different in order for us to feel fulfilled or happiness, totally. right? And this is kind of like this vicious cycle because then we find ourselves giving our power away to everyone else, every other situation, needing things to be perfect before we can feel a certain way. And exactly. that is not how life works, right? But there's this kind of the sense of, I wouldn't say addiction, but I think this is a form of addiction, is needing conditions to be so perfect and micromanaging and controlling in order for us to feel a certain way. So when we cultivate what's called this awareness piece, right? We, we see that word get thrown around, but let's describe what awareness is in our own words for our podcast viewers, because I think there's a lot of different ways we can view awareness, but Brianna, for you, how would you explain the word awareness and how to cultivate that awareness? So I think that I would like to pull it towards awareness around what happiness feels like mm -hmm. because, I mean, awareness, the kind of awareness of emotion can look different yeah. in so many different areas. And when talking about happiness or whatever that means, people have different words, right? Joy rather than happiness or contentment or peace or serenity, whatever that looks like. Yeah. It's really the awareness piece around it, I think comes from the, the emotion that you, having an intention of the emotion you would like to feel. Ooh, that's great. Ooh, thank you. And in order to have that intention of the emotion that you want to feel you need to become separate of all these conditions yes which is what I like to call observing right so it's detachment yeah from any condition and you create detachment from being very clear like you said on the intention of how you want to feel exactly and it actually really hit home for me what was it two weekends ago when you sent me that video that YouTube video, it was like Abraham oh, and... Um, Dr. Joe Spencer. Yes. Yes. And it was really, I mean, and that's why I replied to you, oh my God, this is so great because it's, it's really talking about unconditional happiness and what that feels like in two completely yes. different languages. But at the end of the day, I, it really to me was like, okay, so happiness is really that feeling of being in alignment where you're just like, no matter what's going on in your day, you're like, everything is working out. It, where you're not necessarily in a space of kind of, well, what if this happens? You're not in that fear state. Mm -hmm. You're not in that kind of like Resistance. fight or flight. Yeah. yeah. You're in more of a space of, you know what? Everything is, everything is happening for a reason. You know, anything is possible. You're in this space of, you know, um, 
what's the word when you're really kind of creative and almost like a flow state yes you're in flow state yeah and the beginning of that video like abraham was talking about just do you want to be in a space of what i think she calls it like the vortex yeah the vortex yes in alignment with the vortex or something and but everything she was saying of when you feel a certain way when essentially nothing can get in your way because you're just in this space of kind of allowance i guess yes you know and in your empowerment and that's what yes. i love about abraham hicks is that she really describes this inner work in an energetic way yeah. whereas if you're more science-based dr joe dispensa really did these studies right he yes. even went back to school to learn all of this he was a chiropractor you can look up a story went back to school to explain the neuroscience behind the energy work that abraham hicks is doing exactly so if you think okay here's the hairy fairy or airy mm-hmm. fairy harry i guess fairies are hairy yeah. <laughs> Some of them are. I don't know. (laughs) If you think this is airy fairy work, then Dr. Joe Dispense is great because they both talk, like Brianna said, about the unconditional happiness, but in their own beautiful, unique way. So for those who are part of our BU Movement online private community, I will post that video in the comments section so you can really listen to it. Yes. But it really takes this conscious effort Mm -hmm. of really putting ourselves first and Mm -hmm. it's not in the selfish way that we're going to stomp on everyone else and it doesn't matter what they're doing or what they're feeling but it's more or less cultivating this like brianna said this intention of how is it that i want to feel today Mm -hmm. how is it that i want to move through my day how full is my cup what can i withstand what can i not withstand right so there's a lot of these questions that we can ask ourselves first thing in the morning to really assess and understand, okay, how is it that we can move through our day? What can we withstand through this day based on how I feel in this moment? So there's a sense of knowing where you currently are, Mm. knowing what your intention is, and knowing how much you can withstand. And that takes a level of understanding yourself, which we talked about in last week's podcast. Mm -hmm. 100%. Yeah. And then really kind of once you understand what your intention is and the way that you would like to feel, and I think bringing it back to this this intention of feelings rather than, again, I feel like any other way you would describe it, it comes down to uh, conditions, right? Mm. It's like, well, I want to be in a place where everyone around me is acting this way or I have these physical things or everything is working out in my way. It's like, okay, but <laughs> what is the feeling behind that? Because mm, that is not in a, that is not conditions of uh, external things have to be this way for me to feel that way. Just focus on the feeling. Love that. And so when real life happens, because Brianna, you know that we talk every time before a podcast and we're like, this is what I experienced this week. This is what you experienced this week. And a lot of it comes back to triggers. So you can have this intention of how you want to feel, but then you go out into the real life, right? After whatever it is, your morning routine, your self-care, meditation, yoga, or just chilling and having coffee on the deck, whatever your style is, it doesn't matter, right? You come out into the real world and then there's all these people with all these things that are triggering things from you. So what do we do in those moments that we are feeling triggered, we're clear on our intention, but then we're also like, holy crap, whatever they're doing is really kind of triggering me in this moment. What are the next steps that we've talked about earlier that we can apply? So I think it really like comes down to, I would think really explaining an experience that I've had is going to help to kind of explain then the tools that I use in that situation. But that 
definitely apply to other situations. Yeah. So on the weekend, I had two friends come over and we were, we had plans and really, you know, I woke up and I was kind of like, I don't know if I feel like this, but you know what? I I think I need it. You know, this, you know, socialization. I I think that I really need to kind of do something that's not necessarily chores today. Mm. And I was just, you know, excited to not focus on all of the, the work. You know, I didn't want to focus on, you know, my weekend being the routine, right? So I'm getting excited about it and it's like, okay. And then my friends come over and they're not feeling it. But I think they were in the same position of, you know what, let's just do this. Yeah, we have plans, yeah. just just kind of go, go ahead and do it. And so I instantly notice like, they're not feeling it. And I know that they are also going through some shit, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking, okay, that's fine. You know, give them space. And the situation is not improving. And so I can tell they're both not wanting to be here. And I'm coming into this space of maybe I don't want to be here. And I instantly came back to what I'm working on of, okay, but this is ex- this is a perfect example. Mm. Why do you feel like your mood is shifting because of other people being in, feeling any kind of way? Ooh, that's tweetable, like an Oprah's <laughs> podcast. Tweet, 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 tweet. We don't, I don't even use Twitter, but that was great. Same. Words yeah. of wisdom. <laughs> and so that's where the awareness piece yeah. comes in, yeah, right? Yeah, 100%. Oh, I'm not feeling the way that I want to feel. And why is that? Because I'm putting conditions on the situation. And so I kind of step back for a minute mentally and I'm just kind of like, okay, let's look at this as a beautiful opportunity to recognize what is the way that you're feeling and what what kind of way is that making you feel? You know, first of all, okay, what's going on with me? Yeah. And then kind of stepping back again, like in my head, just being like, do I want to change this situation? Do I want to stop it? Do I have the energy to deal with it? Do I want to go deep in terms of really diving into myself of what's going on? How can we work through it? And there was really kind of two aspects of this whole, this conversation in my head of what's going on do and what do I want to do about it? And then, you know, really taking space away from the situation, whether that meant, oh, I have to go to the washroom. Just again, like we talked about last week, creating a physical safe space, yes. like creating that distance to come out of it. Mm-hmm. And then and then again, being able to ask myself that question again. Okay, now that you have some time to breathe and you don't feel like you're kind of rushed and also, you know, you're doing all this in your head, but you're also having conversations, you know, Okay, now that you have some space, what do you have energy for? I love that. And when you said that, I think a beautiful reminder for us is that we don't have to make a decision on the spot while we're being triggered. We can set a healthy boundary for ourselves. We can say it out loud to them or whatever situation we're in. Or we can say, can you please excuse me? I need a moment to go to the bathroom or do whatever and take five minutes like Brianna did to breathe because sometimes the trigger is too intense that it takes us over. It sucks us in, right? But you were able to cultivate that awareness and that piece of, okay, I'm not really feeling safe in the, not that you weren't feeling safe, but you're feeling triggered in that moment. And I need to create some space like a bathroom break so I can realign, recalibrate and sit with myself without being influenced from what the heck was going 
on in the situation. Exactly. Yes. And I wanted to challenge myself at getting a little better at making mm-hmm. those in the moment, kind of having those in the moment conversations. But then I, I was able to recognize, okay, you know, it's like I went deep and I challenged myself and now I need to create space and digest all of that. Mm. So then I went to the washroom and I thought again, what's happening? What's going on? Okay. Yes, this is a beautiful kind of, this is what I wanted. This is what I asked for. Mm. I want more work that I can work through and digest and, and then hopefully evolve. So I'm recognizing this is an example of me putting conditions on my happiness. And I decided, yes, I do have the energy to go deep today. I want to be challenged. I want to be I want to think differently about the situation. And I just ultimately, I didn't have the goal of, I want to evolve today. It was just, I want to pay attention today. Mm. And if I move through it today, that's great. If I don't, and I'm just more triggered, I'm going to choose to look at it from the light of, perfect what else is this teaching me i love that so it's almost like commitment to being a student of life and being gentle with yourself and there's no wrong answer because if it felt like it was too much you're going to give yourself permission yes right to remove yourself from the situation if you needed to and there was nothing wrong with that if you didn't if your cup was empty that day for whatever reason and you didn't feel like tackling this situation you could have created a healthy boundary and said no thank you i'm going to leave in this moment whatever it is and take care of your soul but you've done that in the past that didn't serve you Mm -hmm. and in this moment you wanted to give it a try and that's the luxury of having these baby steps being gentle with ourselves but also being flexible in the moment to be like self-assessing yourself along these little these little steps that you're taking throughout the day exactly mm. and really understanding that that aspect me saying I'm choosing this I'm going to choose to pay attention I'm going to separate myself I'm going to become the observer and understand whatever emotions I'm feeling it was almost this detachment of I'm not going to spiral in any of the emotions that I'm feeling I'm going to look at that in terms of interesting all right that's coming up for me cool let's deal with it or let's put it on the shelf just like we talked about last week yes so that really anchored me in um not necessarily be like spiraling when i felt Mm. a lot of stuff coming up because again we are it's almost like our culture we're raised to look at happiness or our goals or whatever in terms of everything around us being a certain way so Mm -hmm. this is some deep work it is and so yeah, okay. no, okay. And so really understanding that and having it almost made me feel a little more in control mm. because I felt even more detached because my intention was just to observe. So I wasn't spiraling in terms of, well, what if what did they mean? And what did I mean? And where did that come from? And why would you say that? Mm. I was really able to say I'm, this is an experiment. I'm treating it as like a a Mm. different way to understand myself a little deeper. And that created space between the trigger and my higher self. And then that helped me to really work through a lot of the stuff that was happening. I love that. And you, I remember you telling me too, and we've done this too, is that we see the, the saying that when somebody says something, it's about them, not about you. It's a reflection of them. And it's easy to say that when it's, you know, we're chatting on this podcast, but when we're, mm. when we're in those moments of trigger, it's so hard to disidentify with 
Woof, that was a trigger and yes. you know and wanting not to change the situation because yes. maybe they're not ready to hear it mm-hmm. right so it's beautiful that we are able to create kind of the sense of detachment like you said if we have the energy for it yes and the most important thing too i think in those moments is taking accountability for our choice meaning you made a choice in that moment i make a choice in, in my moment of triggers whatever it is that we decide to do but when we make a choice the most important step is to make sure that we surrender in that choice mm-hmm. and to accept it fully because some of us including myself is like well i chose this yes but then there's this resistance that happens and you like beat yourself up for that choice and you yeah. hit your head up against the wall and you're just like man like it would be so much easier just to pivot and say okay i made a choice but I didn't realize my energy couldn't handle it. And now I'm going to change that choice. Giving ourselves permission to change it if we don't Mm. have the capability to stick through um, aligning ourselves with that choice. Because then we're just creating resistance and it's a cluster. Beep. (laughs) We don't have, you know, those editing tools. Editing tools. So I figured (laughs) what we do after, but we're trying to save ourselves some work. (laughs) Yeah. And that really, again, like having that anchor of like not needing to control the situation and creating that observer kind of space really helped me to in each moment that I was feeling any kind of way of you know whether it was spiraling about well if you were just in a different mood we would have such a better time because you're pointing the finger instead of taking ownership yeah and that's so disempowering Mm -hmm. because you're giving your power away to everyone else exactly and and creating that whole idea around okay so number one this is my intention this is my goal to work through whatever is going on and understand that i would like to come at every experience from a perspective of happiness is not dependent upon how other people are acting or what the situation looks like so that helped me to really say that's not mine Mm. whenever something came up where my brain wanted to say see you just you ruined it again i was like okay there it is again and why you know it's like you're talking your self through the situation and why does that make you feel a certain way Mm. well because like if they just acted differently then i would be happier oh duh that's what you're working on and then i was like (laughs) oh yeah okay (laughs) and it was thanks brianna yeah exactly (laughs) and it was literally like hours of this to the point where it became not exhausting but super empowering because at the end of the day i felt great i felt Mm. like you know I actually moved through a situation where I had no control over the way these people were acting, feeling, thinking, nor do I need to have control over it. No. And usually I would go into Mrs. Fix-It mode of what's going on and let's talk about it. And, you know, why are you feeling that way? Let me fix you. Let me bring you into a different space. And backing up and being able to say, you know, if they wanted help, they would ask me about it. That's if they wanted huge. advice, they would ask me about it. Yes. And I did bring up like, oh, so, you know, how are things going? And I was able to under to instantly recognize that, okay, so I asked, how's it going? They didn't want to continue talking about it. They didn't ask me, and so what do you think about that? So I'm good, oh. you know? That's huge. And it reminds me of how my partner and I communicate. And I've talked about this last night in my Inner Beauty Live sessions. 
is that there's this sense I realized with my own experience that, you know, when you are with someone, whether it's a friend, a family member, or a lover, whatever it may be, a business relationship, if there is no trust in them on being able to handle their shit, and when you ask a question, yes. do you need help, and they say no, there's this level of surrender that we need to do, because yes. like you, I was so used to trying to fix things, mm -hmm. and so being with a partner who is who is stable and able to work, but processes and needs time to process, mm. where I like to deal with things head on, yes. I realized that I had to really do some deep inner work to be like, whoa, he's giving me an opportunity to kind of release this mm. this cord of attachment where I wanted to fix and solve yeah. and problem solve when it wasn't my role to do because he was like, yeah. no, I've got it. Like <laughs> always trying to carry other people's yes. crap yes. in my school bag. And this has been my life lesson. And yes. now that I've attracted a partner who's able to do that, I need to break free from this old version of myself of being like, hey, hold on, check in with yourself, right? You want to blame it on your partner but he's not putting up with your crap and now it's on you and you're just like, crap, now I gotta sit with this, mm -hmm. right? There's a lot of crap going on in my in my story <laughs> without going into too many details. And honestly, <laughs> wanting to fix, yeah. really at the end of the day, always comes back to fear. Oh, yes. It comes back to, well, why do you wanna fix it? Well, because then they're gonna be unhappy and why does that matter? Because then I'll be unhappy. You're putting conditions on your happiness. Exactly, and this is where I realized that I really noticed that I struggle when somebody that I loved was struggling and that I took on that struggle yes. and I had to stop doing that. Mm -hmm. And another example for, for myself too is I love that you stuck through the weekend and you're like, no, I'm going to show up and work through this because you mm -hmm. already had a commitment. Yes. For me, I can give an example of a few weeks ago where, or a month ago now or however long ago it was, is that I committed to something, not realizing it was a pretty big project, not mm. realizing how much time it would take and energy because I've never done it before. Yes. So here I am saying, yes, I can meet these deadlines. A lot of stuff happened through that process. And I was nervous to confront this person to be like, I think I need more time. So I left it. I swept it under the rug. Not, not that I didn't want to face it. I was just kind of not ready to kind of communicate being like, uh, I can't commit what I said I was going to do. Because for me, I hate it when I don't follow my commitment. It reminds right. me of a lot of wounds that I have in the past, right? Mm -hmm. So here I had to had to pivot and I had to communicate this pivot with someone and when I did that and I knew that I I disappointed the other person which that person has a right to feel disappointed mm. because I didn't honor my commitment mm -hmm. I get it and I didn't mm -hmm. communicate that I didn't have enough time until the last minute so of course right so then I had to sit with that discomfort of disappointing somebody that I truly admire mm. and that was hard and not wanting to blame it but I had to move through the feelings right yeah. and I had to to talk out loud I had to sit with my inner child without going into too many details I had to do this deep work of wait a second this is not about the commitment this is literally about deeper wounds mm. that I was ready to face like you said right I was ready to kind of face these deeper things that I was not ready to face years ago. So by taking these little baby steps and by being, okay, do I have the energy to withstand this? And I did really brought me back to some really 
cool healing that happened that I didn't expect to happen. Mm. I just thought, okay, well, I'm just going to change the deadline and I feel bad for myself and blah, blah, blah. No, like, why do I feel bad? Yeah. Why is it bad to change something mm. when I didn't have the capability of doing it? And learning the lesson on, I don't have to give somebody an answer right now. I can literally sit with it and say, I don't know how much time this is going to take because it's such a big project and giving myself permission not to have a deadline on something I have no idea when I'm jumping into. So there's right. all these beautiful nuggets yes. in that when you stay open and committed, but it's very vulnerable to be like, man, my decision or whatever you're committed to is impacting other people yes. or like yourself, my decision is not helping these people feel happy or change and I need to be okay with that yes that's unconditional happiness baby Ugh, i love it right that's so true and really like you said surrendering into that decision but also knowing that if at any point you don't feel safe or that you feel you know triggered in any kind of way that you're not ready to deal with yeah. it's always okay to pivot in that sense mm. but this comes back to what we always talk about in terms of does it feel light or does it feel heavy yeah so that's kind of a way of deciphering am i feeling uncomfortable because i don't because i'm trying to deal with this and i have the energy to move through it or am i feeling uncomfortable because i don't have the energy to do it i don't have the energy to move through it so it's really understanding yes we can we can make a decision and surrender into that decision but always having that awareness piece around am i really feeling uncomfortable and wanting to go down that road of yeah i want to deal with my uncomfortability right now or am i feeling not safe there mm. there's a difference between you know, do you know what i mean does that make sense it does yeah and i think when you align yourselves with people that are willing to have open conversations mm -hmm. and sharing their vulnerability with you in their own way, right? There's yeah. different communication styles and whatnot. I think that it leaves room for growth and it leaves room for experiential learning, like mm. what we're doing. But if we're in a toxic relationship or being, and I just want to plug this in here, or being physically abused or anything like that, mm. it's obviously key to remove yourself from the situation no matter yes. what. It's not a time to do all this experiential learning mm -hmm. because you are actually not in a safe environment. So it's really important to understand if you are in a safe place or not to do this inner work, I think is is key, right? Definitely. But at the same time, if you are in a safe place and are in a safe relationship, but there's past pain or traumas that are coming up from whatever you experience there's this level of awareness of understanding can i i understand that it's not this person that i'm not feeling safe with it's a past experience that this person is triggering from me and it takes a greater level of awareness and practice yes. to do that and you may need help from a professional to yes. process this because that's what i realized with my current partner mm -hmm. was that there was a lot of stuff being brought back from the past um not that it was nothing safe or anything but just these triggers mm -hmm. that i realized whoa this is not what's happening in this moment i'm bringing a past experience in this moment and throwing wow. my shit onto you and yes. that wasn't fair to the person but i needed somebody strong enough to withstand that energy of my trigger yeah to really help me kind of be like whoa wait a second in this moment i'm replaying this experience when that's not truly what's happening it's a past trigger moment that i wow. you know that i'm i'm receiving in this moment yeah. so that was a little bit bit deep but is that what you meant brianna when you're talking about that safety definitely yeah okay exactly cool. yeah <laughs> i'm on a boat i don't know we need to share a promotional video we haven't really a promotional shared. video oh not promotion or welcome video 
Oh, yes. I'm on a boat. Stay tuned for this video. <laughs> Go to our bumovement.ca, the welcome page. It's right there. Yes. I kind of toot. There's the a video that happens. Bloopers. It's so embarrassing. Oh. The level of vulnerability. What a great video, though. I was the end so of the day. good. <laughs> it was really good. We tried to record that video and it was not working, right? No. Whatever we did, there was blooper after blooper. And then Brandon's like, you know what? Let's just do a blooper welcome video. No, this is the thing. I okay. wanted to be super authentic. And I knew that it was the <laughs> end of the day. It was late. We'd been working hungry, all day. Angry. We were both angry. And I was like, you know, this is us. This is You're us right. at our prime. And so I was just like, let's try. Let's see how it goes. And at the end of the day, I was like, I'm going to edit the shit out of this thing. It's going to be great. For me, I was just like, I'm just having fun. Yeah. Yeah. Bloopers, but yeah. like, no, this is you authentically. Yes. This is how we yes. I'm like, oh, yeah, I guess that's, that's a gift, yeah. isn't it? Because I was waiting because we were just like, you know, oh, God, this again. We're recording again. It's late. We're hungry. And I was going to wait until you were like, let's not do this and then i was gonna be like no 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 no. we're gonna do it we're gonna use it it's gonna be great we got all these bloopers and then you're like oh yeah right trusting in the process yeah with her magic editing skills <laughs> love a good edit <laughs> oh this is great this was good oh we also forgot to ask our parents to um rate and review our podcast oh parents that are watching and friends and family yeah could you please review us please. we talked about that last week we need to mention that we're like yeah. it's probably just gonna be mom yeah mama yeah mama c and mama d yeah just coming in <laughs> rating rating us because they yeah, love we're us like, we're like, oh, yeah, rate and review us, and we'll read the reviews. And then we're like, it's only going to be our parents, and then not even our parents did it. Another <laughs> one. Can you feel the love tonight? Bum, bum, bum. Dun, 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 dun. We had to sing at one point. I have to. It wouldn't be a rental room if there wasn't singing. I know, right? We call it, she called it the singing room. <laughs> the jamming room. The jamming room. We throw a piece of jam on the wall, <laughs> see if it sticks. <laughs> um, but wait, when you when you do review us, right? Because you know who doesn't want to review us? Yeah. <laughs> when you do, we're gonna read one. Yeah. Is that what we decided? Yeah. Yeah. We're gonna wait until someone reviews. <laughs> yeah, it might take a year, but that's okay because we are unconditionally happy without the reviews. Oh, oh touche! Mic drop. I'm not gonna <sighs> drop the coffee. Thanks for tuning in. Thank you for watching, listening. Yeah, if you want to subscribe and see the video, $11 a month, bumovement.ca. We've got everything almost set up. <laughs> I keep saying that. But at least you can, you still can subscribe. subscribe. Yeah, we said that at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> and that being said, create yourself a beautiful day. <laughs>